it's August 22nd, 2010, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. We're definitely in the dog days of summer at the HPD Architecture Lounge. Not that I'd want to be a dog right now because being outside feels terrible. It is terrible. It's awful. It's horrible. It's horrible. Although they keep saying there's a cold front coming and it's <laughs> going to be in the drop into the upper 90s. Like, woohoo, you know, time to break out the, the parka and the mittens and the little furry hat. It's well, just it's just so defeating when you watch the weather report and they've got the seven day and they can't even fit all the numbers in because there's so many hundreds. <laughs> That, that little graphic's not meant for three-digit temperatures yeah, every the, day. The seven-day becomes really the five-day. <laughs> so that should just yeah. abbreviate it somehow. Right. right. Yeah, the yeah the 105, 109. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really really matter that it's that hot. It's just what it is. Right. Yeah, but we're halfway through August, so perhaps, you know, there's not enough or too much. You know, there's not too much of this kind of summer left. And if you're getting ready for school, you know what we're talking about because the days are dwindling down to when you actually have to go back to class and late night studying and sharing that small dorm room with the person you just met who's got the smelly feet and the bad breath. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you moved into a dorm? I never had to live in a dorm. (gasps) I got so lucky. Yeah. That's like a rite of passage. Yeah, no. It's the scariest no, moment it, in your whole life. It's a wrong of passage. <laughs> There's no right. It's all wrong. Well, my, my mom and I went to a student orientation kind of at the beginning, mid of midsummer. Mm-hmm. And she and I both had to stay in one of the dorms. Yeah. And so one night of sleeping on one of those dorm beds and she was like, all right, come on, we're going to Walmart. We're getting the, the egg crates and the, the <laughs> fluffy this and the fluffy that. And I'm like, oh, she was miserable. I'm yeah. like, and I have to live here. <laughs> <laughs> I have to live here, mom. You get to go home. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. But, but it's all the part of the joys of college, right? Yeah. All the, all the joy of it. But we thought we'd take today's podcast and speak to all the architecture students who are getting ready to go back to school or maybe who are just getting started in the program. We think that, you know, having been in the studio ourselves, we're kind of a unique breed. We're, we're not the norm. We're the ones that show up to the building where the lights are on at all times of day and night and go by. There's always somebody there. And the ones who come to class with a really glazed look in our eyes and the big circles, and we're not hungover. We're just really, <laughs> really, really tired. Well, most of the time, I mean, it's because we're overachiever, right? Yes, we're overachievers, right. not because we, we didn't plan well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's procrastination under the veil of of being overachievers. Exactly. Exactly. Worked for me. I don't know about you. (laughs) So here's some tips for surviving architecture school. We we wear the badge of survivorhood, so we thought we'd share a few things with you. So first up is going to be managing your time. Right. And one of the things, especially if you're a freshman coming in to college from high school, is that you have classes all over campus. You've got transportation time to figure out you've got um, syllabuses coming out your ears and so very first thing you need to do that first week of class once you get all of your class outlines set up is sit down and make a master calendar so whether that's 
your old school paper calendar on the wall, whether it's um, one in your backpack. I had the master day timer. I don't even know if day timer's still around, but I had the actual big binder, you know, that I took with me. Yes, for you youngsters, a day timer's a little binder (laughs) with calendar pages in it. It's paper, and you used a pen. Right. Yes. You don't just put your finger on it and scroll. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Nowadays, I mean, I actually did have a a Palm Pilot, if anybody remembers those. sure. Golly, we're dating ourselves. Yeah, yes, we're really old people. At all, but these right. things change. Right. So anyway, or sit down at your computer, pull up your calendar, and get all of the important dates in there. So even the um, progress point dates, you know, like you have to have an outline for this paper on this day, and you have to have your final exams here, but you've got multiple quiz. I mean, just anything that's going to require you showing up, especially if there's a grade involved in it. Please <laughs> make sure those are all on one calendar, because if you think are focused on your project in studio and you totally forget that you've got a a paper due or a book review or whatever it's not going to be a pleasant week for you when you finally realize that those overlap yes it's going to be very unfriendly night while you're trying to cram for calculus and get a project finished all at the same time yeah super fun and you're going to have to recognize though that you're not going to have as much time for other activities you know there may be a lot that you want to do, but there's going to be some that you can do, and you can't overcommit yourself or overschedule your time. It's just never going to work out well for you. Well, and I have to say that I was not a student of this philosophy. I had Larry and I both went to Texas A&M University, and they had an entire part of campus that was they called it the other education because it was the student government and the leadership groups and the volunteer this and the be an advocate for that and all of these different groups that were fantastic and lots of fun and so I always said if I could have majored in the other education I would have because I was loving every minute of it but you know my master huge daytimer calendar was way overbooked because I just was so friendly I had to be on every committee that Mm -hmm. ever invited me don't get super excited take a when you see you know and they have those open houses like the student union and everybody wants you to join everybody's committee So go and take all that information, but then go back and let it digest and let the ones that you're really focused on and really excited about kind of bubble to the top. Yeah, figure out which ones you really want to do. Yeah, pick one or two. And and know you're not going to do it all. Right, exactly. And don't automatically, yeah, volunteer for every committee. Exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, they, they can take a lot of time. Even though they're fun, you'll learn a lot and make good friends, but still, do it in everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. There we go. Yeah. That's and, good. And recognize, too, that if you're going to go out on a Saturday, it's going to mean that you may have to work more on Friday and Sunday. Think about how much do I really want to go out versus how much time do I have to work. And try to plan your projects around the critical dates and estimate the time you're going to need to reach those deadlines because all of that's going to play into all of your social time as well and and how do we get all that sort of sorted out so that I can actually get my stuff done, still have a good time, and, you know, sometime in there sleep. Oh, is that something that's important? Yes, sleep's important. (laughs) And and, and we'll get to the sleep part here in a minute. Yes, that would be one of our tips. Yes. One of the things that I probably didn't know going into it, but having been through it now, um, if you are one of those people that has the discipline to create a schedule and keep to it every day it's really helpful if you can actually treat your studio time and your study time like a job so whether or not you know if you've got a deadline coming up or not you just know you're going to spend eight ten or twelve hours a day specifically to studying and you do it in the same place every day you show up at the same time you go home at the same time and so by being consistent like that you will 
be much more successful in getting your work done consistently. Well, and if you're working with a group, and, and trust me, at some point in your studio, you're going to be in a group. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to all sit down and figure out how much time it's going to take to get everything done, who's doing what, and, you know, make sure that everyone knows, you know, when they're expected in studio and the number of hours they need because that's going to be super, super important. Right, and you just have to be real careful and um, consider of the other people, but just communicate with each other because chances are if you're a morning person, half of the group is going to be night people like me. I was one that, that was happy to stay up all night but couldn't get up for an 8 o'clock class to save my life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just know that everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, and if you can figure those out ahead of time, yeah, you'll your project will be much happier. At the end of the day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, and the next thing we want to talk about is eating. You actually have to eat. And I know everyone thinks, well, Red Bull, Coke, and Starbucks, you know, they're part of the major food groups, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, you can you yeah. can get along on that just fine. I think the government revised that trying that pyramid a long time Starbucks ago. Starbucks bought so. the government, and now That's it's part right. of the triangle. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But no, you, you can't do that, guys. You actually have to visit a grocery store every once in a while. Yeah, and even if you're living on campus and you're eating on campus, um, a lot of the campuses actually are getting better about offering healthier choices. Yeah. So it may just be, even if you're stuck eating in the cafeteria, uh, you know, pick the grilled vegetables over the fried okra or whatever it is in your area a couple times more a week than you might. Right. Yeah, because you'll feel better, you'll be able to think better, and I know that sounds like we're your mother, Yes. you know. <laughs> yes. We're, we're, the, we're your it. grandparents going, you young whippersnappers. <laughs> But no, but the reality yeah, the reality yeah. is though you need to eat a solid meal at least you know once a week and and you know something with meat and vegetables that isn't called you know the chicken fajita burrito at Taco Bell you know, right. that doesn't really count you've got to have like real food yeah well and not just to study but a lot of these programs require PE you got to take that's true those I had about that well and of course they all most campuses have fabulous rec centers now so a lot of students take the opportunity to go work out and join the extra, the, like, intramural sports. Yeah, and yeah like the flag football the, or the softball or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we, just in order to have fun doing that. You need to be eating yeah. better than you would think you have normally would. some protein would. every once in a while. Right. Well, and, <laughs> and eat on a regular basis because, you know, I know a lot of times when I was in studio, you just sort of get absorbed into what you're doing and you kind of feel yourself getting hungry, but you don't think, gosh, I need to stop and eat. You just keep going and suddenly you realize... Now I have to stop and eat. I mean, right. there's no other way. And the best thing you can do is you're you're working in studio and trying to figure out your schedule. Except that you have to take regular lunch breaks or regular dinner breaks at a normal time. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember going to Taco Cabana at two in the morning, and you know we'd go through the drive-through and get queso and tortillas and mmm, solid healthy meal at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Well, and one thing I started doing was um, bringing along uh, like a Nutri-Grain bar or one of those cereal bars Unless or having a granola bar or something with me well, because sure. I was one of those people that when my blood blood sugar crashed, it crashed. Yeah. And I was not a fun person to be around. <laughs> so the Diet Coke and, and M&Ms from the vending machine just didn't quite cut it. Gosh, I... I so glad we never crossed paths <laughs> in studio. Even though we were at, in, at, the, at, at the school this, at the same yeah, time, we, we never crossed paths. Yeah, we might not be working together today if that had happened. Yeah, well, this is true. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Could very really true. Yeah, so anyway, you may find what works for you. If you're, you know, one of those people that doesn't need to eat breakfast and still functions well, I wouldn't recommend it, but, you yeah, know. Pass find off what, to you and find what right. works. 
Exactly. So anyway, enough on that. Enough, enough on eating. Let's talk about sleeping. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. Good one. This is like all I needed to know I learned yes. in kindergarten. Right. Yeah. Here, here's the tip. You need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the long and short of it. You have got to get some sleep. You can't stay up for days on end. I mean, you can. You just can't expect to have a positive outcome at the end of the well, And you're not going to remember it. I'm pretty sure there were a few times when I had to drive back to my, I was lived in a dorm that was off campus, mm. and I'm pretty sure I, there were several drives back in the middle of the night that I really don't remember how I got home, and oh, that, yeah. that's just scary. Yeah. Definitely plan your sleep, just like we were saying, plan your meals. Don't let it get away from you. I mean, I can remember going home one time, walking out to my car in the South 40, and as I'm walking out to go home and go to bed, the ROTC guys, the cadet guys, had just gotten up and were jogging across campus. I'm like, oh, that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, when when the only time you ever see a sunrise is that you've stayed up all night that, long. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Mm-mm. Not good. And no. don't assume that your professor's going to let you stay up there all night either. We had a professor who had no qualms about sending his TA up on the night before jury, and at midnight, they would run everybody out of the studio. And if you I weren't would, done, you weren't done. Yeah, I would be in a panic. Thank God yeah. I didn't have that professor. You weren't staying up all night working on it because he wasn't going to have you falling asleep while you're up there trying to present. It was just his attitude, and he said, yeah. absolutely not. Well, and I've sat through those those juries where everybody's up on the kind of bleachers, mm-hmm. you know, focusing on the whatever's pinned up on the board. And you've got people that have, like, snuck behind <laughs> the bleachers, bleachers and are sleeping. Really? Yeah, until wow. it's their turn. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, which in that at that stage, you're in survival mode, and yeah. you're not giving the class your yeah. best. You're not giving 100%. You're no. probably not giving 10%. No, probably no. not. So for the sake of your grade and for the respect of the rest of the people yeah. in your class. Get some sleep. Yeah. Well, and go home to sleep. Don't, don't try to sleep in studio. People do it all the time, and... The reality is, is if you're falling asleep at studio, or if you're sleeping in the studio, you've not really fallen asleep, you've passed out. Yeah. And it's it's time to go home. And go home and get some sleep in a real bed. The other aspect about sleep is knowing how much sleep you really need to function, because one hour between studio time and your next class probably isn't going to do it. You're, you're going to have a sense of, I really need you know four or five hours of sleep to really be able to function. Especially if, you, if you've been up for three or four days and, you know. Yeah. If you've been up for three or four days, an hour is not going to cut it. You right. really have to know what your body needs. Well, and it's real easy to get totally focused on your design studio because obviously that's one of the biggest um, hour classes that you probably have. Right. But the fact is, is that you're still in school and you've got other classes, other subjects, you know, all over campus. And um, you can't just show up for your math class and then sleep through it and expect to absorb anything. <laughs> My dad says, yeah, you know, if he's dozing on the couch that he's checking his eyelids for leaks. Yeah. But when you're doing that, you're not processing much. That's pretty and, good. Yeah. So it just, it would be better to just stop. Stop. Your Go drawing. Get some stop sleep. your Yeah. Plus, you know, it means a lot less trips to the emergency room. Well, this is true. Yes. This is true. A lot, lot less finger cuts yeah and, exacto yeah. blade accidents and exactly right good yeah. good suggestion right yeah right, mm-hmm. right. then they're done that right mm-hmm. and also try not to get discouraged as you're going through studio and as you're going through school i, I know it's can get real easy to, easy to to do especially if you're not getting a lot of sleep and you get up there and suddenly you find out that oh my god i hate everything i've done mm-hmm. and 
whether they really do or not, that's your sense you're getting because you just can't process what they're saying. But the reality yeah. is nobody has a great jury review. Well, and if you've been working on this project for six or eight or ten weeks and you've put your heart and soul into this thing and it is your baby and you get up there and all of a sudden the professor comes up and rips your model in half, that's, oh my gosh, you might as well just go home and cry. Yeah, emotionally devastating. Pretty much, yeah. Right. But understand that the professors are going to want you to think about what it is you're presenting to them. and They want to want you to be able to defend your point of view. Mm -hmm. So if you're not having a good jury, jury review, your project may be fine, but it may be that you haven't really thought how do I really present it or how do I really convince them that this was the right idea? Or maybe it's just that you need to change majors. Or, or it could be that. <laughs> but that's part of getting discouraged. Don't get too discouraged. Don't, dis you know, don't, don't yeah. get done with a jury review and think, yeah, business looks good. Yeah. Business uh -huh. is great. Yeah. yeah. I could right. switch right now. Right. Now, yeah. well, and sometimes you don't want to get to that point. So one of the things that you can do is actually sit down and talk with your professors during the semester so that you make sure that you fully understand right. the program. And every once in a while, go back to that very first sheet of paper that they gave you and, like, here's the program, here are the space requirements. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, if it's is, something is like I'm, that. Is this where I'm really yeah. at at this point? Exactly. Yeah. Keep checking what you're doing against what the requirements are and making sure that you're checking all those boxes. Yeah, because yeah, if you come up with a fabulous design but it has nothing to do with <laughs> what the assignment was, yeah, I'm not sure they're going to like that. Yeah, they're not going to like uh -huh. that. And, and even... If you do everything correctly, if you follow the program, understand that there are going to be people who just don't like it. Whether you think it's the best thing since sliced bread, not everyone's going to like what you do, and that's just the way it's going to be. Right. Right. But you can't let it get get to the core of you know what you came to school to do and get really discouraged. There's an entire semester's worth of work that's backing you up. That you know they're going to look at the whole picture overall. Well, and. They are taking, I mean, it's it's hard to sit through a jury and actually be one of the the people evaluating the project. So it's in your best interest if you, will, for one thing, go home and sleep. But take a shower, get dressed, and take it seriously. Get Actually get dressed for it. Don't show up in your pajama pants and your flip-flops. <laughs> you know, present it as if you're, this is a client and you are there to sell your idea. And the other thing is don't get defensive. That is the fastest oh, way oh, to ruin it. Yeah a crit is uh, yeah. to start barking back at the professor. Yeah. Well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? Exactly. What's wrong with you? Oh, I, yes. Uh, yeah. When in totally. doubt, just say, thank you so much. I appreciate that comment. And then say, save the dirty looks for save later. Save it for later <laughs> when you go, yes, we, to the, the class, the street, right, Everyone goes to commiserate. That's right. Go have a beer and just let it out, but don't let it out there right. because that's the fastest way. You're, you're kind of showing your weakness and then you're done. In spite of what we said earlier about managing your time and not realizing that you, you know, or, or realizing that you don't have time to quite do everything, you still have to participate. Right. I mean, for goodness sakes, you're in college, so go have a little bit of fun. Have a little fun. Don't have too much fun, because then you screw up and the dean asks you to not come back. And I can <laughs> tell you, not me personally, but I've, you know, had a few friends that... That were asked not to return. Asked not to return, and I guarantee you that is not a conversation you want to have with your parents. All right. Well, and don't limit yourself to just architecture activities. Do things outside of the school. Mm -hmm. you know, use that sports pass that mom and dad paid good money for. Yes. You know, go to the football game. You know, go to the, oh, what was it, the 
almost say pep rally, but that's not the right word. What was the? Oh, midnight yell. Yeah, midnight yell. Or for yeah. us at A&M, the midnight yell at the, the stadium. You know, put your pencil down and go and do something different. Yeah, there a lot of campuses have really wonderful traditions that if you don't participate, you're not going to really, you know, 20 years from now, those, are, those traditions are going to be the ones that hold everybody together and you can go back and remember those fun times. Yeah. So don't be too busy to not participate in those kind of things. Well, and recognize that you need to blow off steam and disconnect yeah. from, from architecture at some point. I mean, you're, you're going to get to where you just can't think straight. So you need to find something that you can participate in. I think you know, the intramural sport stuff mm-hmm. is great for that. Get out there and you know do some flag fo- football or you know play some basketball with somebody or something just mm-hmm. to get out and get all your stress sort of taken out, basically. And then you can go back to, to doing architecture and not really have a problem with it. Yeah, and a lot of times you don't even have to try that hard. There may be activities that are being planned in your residence hall. There might be things happening right under your nose you just have to show up yeah, or, and it's or, enough to the distraction right or friends that are are you know they've planned a trip to go out of town for the weekend you know what it may be a good time for you to get in the car and go with them don't go home right but you know get in the car and go with them to you know a couple of days at mardi gras or go down to the beach or go somewhere yeah go camping but somewhere just, just to get, get out outside. clear your head yeah. yeah yeah those are good good times to get away and you know, and really, you know everything else will be there when you get back. Yeah, it's not like it's going anywhere. Right. Walk right back in the studio, and it's going to be staring you right in the face. Yeah. Right. Well, and and make friends outside of the architectural program. That'd be the next thing we tell you to do. You, you know, they're they're going to be the ones who know that it's time for you to decompress and it's time for you to disconnect, and the ones that are going to come up to you and say, "Hey, crazy." <laughs> Put your shoes on. We're going to go grab a beer or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. When was the last time you took a shower? Let's get you out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing personal, but you smell a yeah, little Yeah, it funny. borders on intervention, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> it's all friends, right? Right, right. And make friends with the people that are running the plotters, oh, the printers, this is a good one. the laser cutters, all those people that, that can give you the scoop on, you know, we're going to take it down tomorrow night for six hours to do something or... right. Or, you know, when it comes time towards the end of the semester, you better add on a couple days to your schedule because everybody's trying to plot at that time or everybody's, you know, sending their stuff to be cut. Exactly. Yeah. So if you know, especially, I mean, those people can make or break when you're in a crunch. Yeah. And if you've got a friend down there. (laughs) Who can bump you up to the top a little bit and whatever you do, do not tick them off. Oh, yeah. Because that's, they can be really helpful or really hurtful. <laughs> right. Sometimes those people have egos. Yes. And it's like they're in charge of their little part of the world and oh, just the hell that they can. Can I yeah. say that? I think you can say hell. Oh, okay. okay. Just, yeah, the hurt they can put on you is, it's not a good place to be. No, it's not. No. Well. So bring them a Coke every once in a while. And <laughs> a little back of M&M's, a little, little bribe every once <laughs> in a while. There we go, yeah. Right. Right. And make friends inside your studio. Because these are going to be the the most important people to you. Oh, yeah. Some of my best friends still are the ones that I had studio with that, you know, I still have great memories of. Even, you know, we're saying don't stay up all night, but the nights that we had to stay up late for projects. And don't be that person that only shows up for class and then does all of your work at your house or your apartment or your dorm room. Right. Uh, Because you might pass the studio, but what else did you get out of it? There's, there's an element of fun and camaraderie and community that's up in the studio. Well, and when you get stuck, yeah. you know, these are the people that are going to really help you. Right. You know, they're, they're the ones that are going to say, oh, have you thought of blah. 
You right. know, they're they're gonna it's just gonna fall out of their mouths, and you're gonna hit yourself and think, well, I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner. Right. And at the same time, they're gonna be the ones who are going to reel you in when you've clearly gone off on some weird tangent, and they're like, No, you need to <laughs> come back, come back, come back a little come bit, back. like on Titanic with the whistle. Come back. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I missed. Um, oh, oh, wait, yes, yes. When she's in the water, that's one of my. I forgot one, one of your favorite things. Anyway, um, yeah, you can clip that out. <laughs> Um, well, and one of the things I was, uh, was I going to say, oh, the fact that, um, that you can't have every piece of equipment that you're going to need building that model or, you know, when you run out of glue at three in the morning and Hobby Lobby's not open. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be around other people with stuff. (laughs) It just helps. The 24 hour pharmacy isn't going to have wood glue that you need (laughs) or, you know, model glue. Right. It's going to be. That 16th inch basswood that is just the hardest to find. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's going to be the person at the table next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the best part, the best part of, of being in studio and making friends with everyone in studio is that when it's two in the morning and, and in spite of, you know, your better intentions about eating well, they're the ones who are going to go through the McDonald's drive through with you uh-huh. or go through the Jack in the Box drive through with you and eat just the worst stuff you've ever possibly, you know, had or could eat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're the ones who are going to go through all the thick and thin with you. Don't forget, at the same time, to make friends with your professors outside of class. You know, mm-hmm. go by their offices and visit them and say hi. And, you know, at some point in your college career, you're going to be needing to go to beg to beg them for forgiveness for <laughs> an extra day on something. And if you've just been showing up to class and haven't tried to get involved, and they're not going to be as helpful. If, you know, you've gone to make the effort to actually go by, maybe ask some questions, and so they get familiar with who you are. Right, and they are a huge resource. So even if you are a little bit fuzzy on what the full intention of a project is, you know, go and ask questions. It's okay if you don't know, Mm -hmm. and that's why they're there, especially, I mean, office hours. I actually taught one of the freshman drawing classes when I was doing my master's degree. I um, had one of those beginning courses, and so as an instructor, I had to have office hours, which was really weird because it was at my studio desk (laughs) for my own (laughs) studio, but, you know, whatever. But I had to be there during those hours, and if nobody showed up, I was like, oh, man, I could have been doing other stuff. I could have been drawing or cutting. Right, so it it actually shows them that you're interested in their class if you just stop by and even a simple question and just stop in and chat, whatever. Um, because eventually you're going to need letters of recommendation. So if you can start to build those relationships, that'll be good down the road. If you need, you know, scholarship applications or job application, I mean, just yeah. anything. It's good to have those people on your side. Right. Yeah. Well, and that sort of brings us to our last point of the podcast, and that's about asking questions. You have to ask questions. Architecture is very collaborative. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. for those of you who have been in school for a couple of years, you know this. For your freshmen. That's just the way it's going to be, and people around you are usually willing to help if you'll simply ask the question. Mm -hmm. Well, and even here in our office, a lot of times we'll get together and collaborate, and and it is so helpful to have a pair of fresh eyes look at your project because you may have missed the most obvious thing. Right. Because you've been staring at it for three weeks. You just, it's gone. You can't see it anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, and don't assume that you know what there is to know. I mean, even what, 13, 14 years into working? Well, even Holly, 35 years into working. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's stuff she still doesn't know. Right. And she'll be the first to tell you, I don't know it. And don't be afraid to feel stupid. And, you know, ask stupid questions because that's going to, you know, 
you're going to figure out what you don't know doing it. Uh-huh. And it's going to help you learn and possibly help somebody else learn because they may not have realized, oh, right. you know, I've got that bit of knowledge. Yeah, don't be afraid to raise your hand You know, when the professor says, okay, are there any more questions? Just ask it because I guarantee you somebody else in the class is thinking the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. Uh-huh. And they're too chicken to ask, so just do it. Yeah. 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 Well, with any luck, hopefully that's going to be enough enough tips for now to get you started or I don't know possibly confused yeah and we could go on for quite a bit more I'm sure but you know there's only so many hours in a day and it's time for us to call it an afternoon yeah so we're going to practice our own medicine here and and time manage time manage yes which we still struggle with but you know as long as you try right right as long as we try we're we're working on it we're making the effort right be sure to look for for these tips and and more ideas on our blog it's called Dallas Architect and the web address is actually thearchitecturehappyhour.com. We'd love to hear your ideas, too. If you're in school right now, tell us what's working for you, and feel free to leave comments. Sure, because we, we can always go back and revise the list. And you Yeah. Know, like, like we said, you can't assume you know everything. There's going to be somebody out there who has, oh, you know, I've tried this, and it works fantastic every time. Yeah. Well, in fact, we actually interviewed Larry's niece, um, who's in school at Texas Tech right now, mm-hmm. and she brought a lot of things to our attention that, didn't really exist when we were right. <laughs> makes yeah, well, me feel when, old again. Yeah, but again. but th- that we didn't think of when we were in school. Right. And well, we didn't even think of as we were trying to put this list together. Right. So. Yeah. Technology changes. And, you know, like when we were in school, we were still hand drafting for our first couple of years, you know, before everything shifted over to CAD. Right. And so that was a different type of time management than, you know, making sure you're done in time to make sure you you can actually plot. Well, sure. You know, it doesn't do any good if it's stuck in the computer. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, the question about, well, how'd you guys use Rhino, or how'd you guys use this? And I had to tell her, sweetheart, we didn't have <laughs> Rhino. We didn't have 3D Max when I was in school. You know, yeah. so it's a whole whole different thing. So, you know, again, leave comments. Yeah, we'd love to hear what's working for yeah, you guys. it'd be yeah. great. And as usual, you can all, always find us HPD Architecture at www.hpdarch.com. And we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Or if you're here in the Dallas area, come by our next Architecture Happy Hour and say hi in person. We'd love to meet you. We'll be the ones that have the, the nicely printed name tags that say host. Everyone <laughs> there we asks, go. where can we get a printed name tag? I'm like, well, when you start hosting it... <laughs> It's all yours. The small privilege, I guess. Well, and we have the information for the happy hour posted on Mm meetup.com. So you can go there and just look for the architecture happy hour. Yeah. But for now, we are done. Thanks, everybody, for listening and indulging us again this week. Yes, and good luck to all those students heading back to school. Have fun. Yes. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. Bye-bye. Bye.